everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is February 28th. It's 2020. We have 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. That date is not a misdate. It is a leap year. Um, joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Uh, ready, ready to tackle another slate. Um, you know, this past slate, I got bit by the Andrew Wiggins injury bug. For those of you that play on FanDuel, it would have been a great day for that drop your lowest score, especially since that lineup was rolling. Um, nevertheless, you know, I've got a couple extra that might can edge up and, and help me make a little bit of money tonight. We'll see. Uh, may take a miracle because I think Anthony Davis may score 100. You were supposed to correct me. I totally said today's the leap year day, and it's actually Saturday. I wrote it wrong on my sheet. Um, so, oh, off to a great start, just like Andrew Wiggins. Um, oh, <laughs> gosh. Man. Oh, all right. I, I'm, all, I'm all out of jokes, Will. I'm out. That's all I got today. Oh, this, this, is a, this is a good way to kick this pod off. I can already <laughs> tell you right now, this is going to be a good one. No, we, 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 we were talking pre-show about baseball and like, oh, man, here we go. Um, let's get started on this slate. We got Minnesota at Orlando, 235 total. Orlando favored by seven and a half in this game. Crab and Cat are out on the Minnesota side. Aminu and Isaac are out on the Orlando side. Pretty much the same thing we've been seeing from both of these teams. This is the standalone 7 o'clock game. Will, let's start here with the Minnesota side. Anything standing out to you for the Timberwolves? Uh, nothing too crazy, man. Um, I It's going to be a little bit slower-paced game for them, for sure, um, than they're accustomed to. Um, you know, Hernan Gomez, his minutes have been, you know, right in the mid-20s. I think at, at 4,800, he's okay. Um, overall, man, I'm just really not interested in the Timberwolves today. Malik Beasley has been outstanding. Uh, I, th- I think the price is finally adjusted. I do think he's a tournament player at 6,200. He's got 40-point upside. Um, but I-, I think he's kind of hit the price point now where we're able to leave him on the shelf. And that's kind of how I feel about D'Angelo Russell um, in this spot as well. I mean, he's been fantastic. You know, he's been able to put up 50-plus. But I don't think he's a necessity today. So, you know, most of these Timberwolves, man, I, I think I'm going to leave him on the shelf. Yeah, like – you know, Orlando Magic, they've been hit or miss here recently, but they still have been playing really good defense. So, Beasley's a guy I feel like this is like a, you know, 5, 6x spot for instead of like a 7, 8x spot. So, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I do think you can fire him up at tournaments. The dude's taking a massive amount of shots right now on a nightly basis. So, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, he's kind of moved into that Andrew Wiggins role and, and with cat out, like the usage is there, um, you know, D'Angelo Russell, the usage is there for him as well, but 8,800 is a tough ass. He's a guy that could go over 50 in any matchup. He's going to have a massive amount of usage. Um, but really like when I'm looking at this game, it's not my favorite game, but then will, like I look at the total, like a magic game with a 235 total is high. Like, you know, I'm a Magic fan. We don't typically see these totals this high. So, like, for that reason, like, I have some interest in, like, D'Angelo Russell because I'm going to be playing the Magic guys on the, on the other side of this game. Like, Russell's usage, 31% in, you know, four straight games now. And, like, I talked about with Malik Beasley, his usage is up, you know, 22, 25, 19, 24, 30, um, 23, 29. Like, plenty of usage um, for him as well. So, 
Um, none of these cheap guys really standing out to me. You mentioned um, Hernan Gomez. I, I think he's probably my favorite of the group if I was going to play any of these cheap guys. Um, you know, James Johnson, don't really like him with the price um, at 5K. Uh, maybe he's cheaper on like Yahoo or something. On the Orlando Magic side of things, like, Vooch is a fantastic play. I like Aaron Gordon. I like Fournier. I like Fournier a lot at 6,500 in this matchup. Um, pace up spots. This is a good spot for the Magic, and you have to like this. 235 total. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Their implied total is so much higher than their season average. Like, this is a great spot for the Orlando Magic. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I definitely think, you know, Vooch is in play here. I know Bo Bamba just kind of had a massive game in 17 minutes, but, you know, I'm, I can't buy into that. But Vooch at 92, I think that he's a great play. When's the last time – Stevie, so first of all, let me say this. I never thought we'd see the day that Aaron Gordon was 8,200. But, I mean – He's mad this, he didn't this, win the dunk contest. He's mad. <laughs> This isn't, but this isn't your grandma's Aaron Gordon. I mean, this guy's been a stud this year. You know, I remember last year and, and the year before that, man, I'd be afraid. I just, he was, he was an automatic X button, but this year he's been fantastic. So uh, I, I don't want to pay 8,200 for him, but I, I think in, in terms of tournament play, man, Vucha and Gordon have to be two of the best tournament targets uh, on this team. I don't mind for you. I don't like the price. Um, because he's really got to score the ball well to, to kind of get where he needs to go. Um, I, I do think Mark Markel Fultz is in play. I like the fact that he's, you know, playing around 30 to 32 minutes. Um, I think this is a spot where he could actually kind of have an upside game and at very low ownership. Uh, people just don't play him at all. Uh, but th this is the type of matchup I think that suits his game. He can slash a little bit, get to the paint, you know, get pick up a few more assists. So, Fultz is a guy I have my eye on in tournaments. I think this could be a ceiling game for him today. Yeah, and just want to reiterate one more time on Vooch. Like, Minnesota allows the fifth most fantasy points per game to opposing centers. They don't really have anybody to match up with Vooch in this game. I know he hasn't, like, had that, like, explosion game here recently. Um, but I feel like this is a spot – Vooch is way better at home, too. I don't know what it is, but I feel like they are a team that typically plays – better at home, um, you know, in general. So, you know, I think this is a great spot. Gordon, is, is he cheaper on FanDuel? He's so expensive on DraftKings at 8,200. I, I like this matchup for Gordon. I like how he's playing right now. I just like Vooch more. Um, I'll pay the extra 1000 bucks for Vooch here. Yeah, he's a little cheaper on FanDuel. He's 7,800. All right, Charlotte at – or Brooklyn at Atlanta, sorry. Um, Kyrie Irving out, Bembray, Capella, Deadman all out, Damian Jones and uh, Trey Young are questionable. No total in this one, obviously, with all the injuries. Um, let's start here with the Brooklyn side of things. Like, we finally got that, like, Levert ceiling game. Um, I did not play him. I wish I would have. It was Washington. It was a fantastic match. What are you looking at here for Brooklyn? Yeah, man, kind of, the, kind of the same scenario we had the other day where, you know, these guys are a lot more priced up uh, on DK than they are on FanDuel. Uh, I mean, Levert, 7,200, and, uh, and Dinwiddie is 7,300 on FanDuel, both respectively. Um, you know, but on DK, where they're 83 and 7,900, I do think that they could possibly get there, but I think, I think they've priced them out of – you know, the range I like to be in to try, try and capture some upside. So I think I'd just be more interested in, you know, 
maybe a Jared Allen if he gets 25 minutes. You know, maybe, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan, maybe he's right on the edge for me. Uh, you know, maybe a Tory in Prince, but I mean, Brooklyn, the, the way this team is right now, and they're playing so many guys, Garrett Temple, uh, I just, I almost feel like everybody's kind of priced out of where I want them to be for me to consider playing them. So I think if I was going to play one person, maybe Jared Allen, maybe Spencer Dinwiddie, just know if you play Allen, his minutes floor has officially left the building. Yeah, especially with, like, Deadman um, and Capella out for Atlanta here. This game could end up going, like, small. We could see, like, John Collins playing the five, which might actually be okay for Allen, but might hurt, like, DeAndre Jordan. Um, Yeah, like, when I'm looking at Brooklyn here, I think you could take shots on Levert or Dinwiddie um, in tournaments just because, like, this is Atlanta. They're not a very good defensive team. Um, obviously, like, this is a team that we like to kind of pick on here. Um, they allow a ton of fantasy points per game. I think, yeah, they're still allowing the most fantasy points per game, like, overall. So, like, this is a good spot for Brooklyn. It's a good spot for these guys. Like, centers have crushed Atlanta all season. Like, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Brooklyn have been crushed by centers all year, and we have two of those teams on this slate. And it's like, who do I really play? Um, like, I think you take a shot on Allen, but DeAndre Jordan could easily be the answer, but his price is so up there. Um, I talked about Joe Harris the other day against Washington. He played 29 minutes. He shot the ball two for nine. This is worst shooting outing in a while. Um, I don't mind playing him if no value opens up, but we do have a lot of question marks that we're going to be looking at throughout the day um, on this slate. So I don't necessarily think like Joe Harris is a guy that's a must right now. Uh, just wanted to throw him out there on the Atlanta side of things. Will like this could be a spot. John Collins absolute crushes in. Um, I know he struggled in the first meeting in this matchup, especially if Trey young doesn't play, like how do you not play Collins? Yeah, I totally get it, man. And I think, you know, I kind of talked about not playing Collins another day. Um, totally different matchup. You know, I, if, if Trey Young sits a matchup with Brooklyn, they're at home. Uh, I, I really like Collins here. I, I think I think Trey is going to play for what it's worth. I mean, he was questionable the other day, and they still rolled him out there with, you know, some, with a similar illness. Um, but the problem is, you know, like you said, this front court um, is kind of dead. Uh, I mean, everyone half half the team is out. So uh, I think John Collins against Brooklyn at eighty six hundred. I don't really like the price, but I think I think he's got upside here. I think this is a spot he could he could rattle off a sixty point game. I do want to say this, man. I think one of either DeAndre Hunter or Cam Reddish is going to have a huge game. I can't tell you which one. I I, I honestly can't tell you. But between one of these guys, one of them is probably going for thirty plus fantasy points. Um, and you'll just kind of have to decide, you know, which guy that is. So I, I do like them in this spot. Um, and then, of course, if Jeff Teague – not Jeff Teague, if Trey Young sits, you'll have your pick of the litter between Teague and Goodwin. And I think I – you know, I'd almost be more inclined to, more inclined to play Goodwin just because I know Teague is probably going to have all the ownership and Goodwin wouldn't have any. Yeah, I like the DeAndre Hunter call a lot. Um, he was a guy that I really like here. Played 36 minutes the other night against Orlando. He shot the ball terrible. He's 0 for 8, 0 for 4 from beyond the arc. Um, had 11 rebounds. Like, he was on his way to 30 there if he could have just knocked in some of the shots. So, much better matchup here. Um, 
you know, for him. And it's hard not to like him in this spot. So I, I like the DeAndre Hunter call as well. Um, I had him written down here. You know, Cam Reddish, I, I, I don't think he's the worst tournament play. Um, you know, he's probably going to end up playing like 25 to 30 minutes in this game. Um, you know, for Fernando's not the worst tournament play either. Um, maybe on like fantasy draft where you could play like five centers if you wanted to. Yahoo DraftKings, I don't hate him. Um, he's going to play 22 to 25 minutes in this game. He was one rebound away from a double-double the other night against Orlando. Brooklyn's terrible against bigs. With Deadman out, um, with Capella out, this is going to be a spot Fernando's going to play some minutes here, um, especially if they roll out like DeAndre Jordan and they end up rolling out um, Allen and Brooklyn forces Atlanta to go big. Then we could see like a ceiling game for Fernando. So he's just another guy that, like at 3,400 I think we need to keep our eye on on the slate. Absolutely, man. I'm with you 100%. I love that call. Uh, Charlotte at Toronto. Will, your Charlotte team not doing so hot. 214.5 total here. Toronto fair by 13.5. Malik Monk is out. On the Toronto side, Gasol is out. Abaka is questionable and Powell is questionable. Uh, we got news that Malik Monk suspended um, indefinitely, anti-drug program. Um, so he's going to be out here. Um, Terry Rozier, Graham, these guys are fine. I just – man, this game is a game that is like prime candidate for not staying close on the slate. Yeah, man. Um, I think the only way you maybe played some guys from this game, you'd have to play them on FanDuel where, once again, they're just – they're just begging you to play some of these guys from Charlotte, man. I mean, they're just begging you to do it, to be honest with you. Uh, Rogier is 5,400. Devontae Graham is 5,700. Uh, I'm not enthused about playing any of these guys on DraftKings, maybe outside of Cody Martin at, at 3,700. Um, you know, and if Biombo gets to start, I, I don't mind Biombo again. Um, but I, overall, this is just. Uh, I can't play any of these guys, man. And it's and it's been hard to watch lately, quite frankly. This, I don't, I, I know I'm not going to watch this game. I already told you I'm going to be headed to the airport, so this one I may just avoid it altogether. Yeah, I just this game. Like my favorite play from this game is probably Rondé Hollis Jefferson. <laughs> it's a straight, <laughs> like it is a straight tournament play hoping that, like, we don't get Ibaka news until, like, after lock and Ibaka sits and, like, you're on the good side of Rondé Hollis-Jefferson playing, like, 28 to 30 minutes here. So, like, that is where I like this game. I don't like this game. Um, I think Siakam, I think Lowry, I think Van Vliet, these guys have good games here. I just don't like the price. If Serge Ibaka, if we get news that he sits, obviously I'm going to jump all over Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Um, you have to. You have it, to. It's, just, it's a phenomenal matchup. Charlotte's terrible against bigs. I know Rondé Hollis-Jefferson isn't your typical big man, um, but, yeah, this is a great spot. Probably would fade Busher, uh, but I could see playing him too uh, at 3,400. I didn't realize he was that cheap. So, uh, Anything else from this one, Will? This is a makeup game here for us on time. <laughs> Yep, nothing. Uh, Dallas at Miami, no total on this one. Uh, Brunson's out. Willie Cauley-Stein's out. Luca is questionable. Powell is out. And then on the Miami side, Hero and Myers-Leonard are still out. Obviously, this whole slate determined is going to be de- depending on 
whether or not Luca plays or not, um, sprained his thumb the other night, still put up 26 actual points and a triple-double. Um, what are we doing here with Dallas? Hey, man, it's like you said. This is, this is going to be a pivoting part of this slate. If he's out, <laughs> we're just we're firing up Porzingis. We're going to fire up, you know, Mr. Seth Curry. We're probably going to fire up uh, some J.J. Barea. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll have, guys, you know, guys to just pick from. Maybe we'll look at a DeLon Wright. We'll, we'll look at a Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, we'll just have guys that we consider, you know, we'll, we'll look at a Dorian Finney-Smith. If Luka's in, you know, it, it's just Luka. And, I, and, and look, I, I may have to change my tune because – you know, originally I was not playing Porzingis and Luca together. And, you know, Porzingis has kind of been proving me wrong. I'm going to hold on to that a little while longer. But uh, if, if Luca's out, man, then you – I mean, you've got Beret, you've got Wright, you've got Porzingis, of course, Finney Smith. I mean, those guys would become phenomenal plays. At, and especially with them being at home, I love the fact that they're uh, – I mean, they're on the road here. Um, they're going to play a little harder. Love the fact that – this game should stay competitive. Uh, they're going to have to earn this one. Uh, Miami, I think, has been slumping a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I, I like the value pieces from this game. If Luka sits, if he's in, it's strictly Luka and Porzingis for me, mainly Luka. Yeah, if Luka sits, I, Porzingis, I don't care about the matchup. I'm in. Yeah. Um, Man, they price these guys up like Luca is gonna sit. That's that's the only thing. Like Seth Curry's priced up, Tim Hardaway's priced up. Uh, I know Tim Hardaway is actually having some good games there, but like these guys are just priced up. Where if we get news that Luca sits, um, I, I think you could take shots on right. Um, JJ Barea might play minutes here if Luca. Oh, sits, he's gonna so. play, especially with yeah. Brunson out. I mean, I gotta think Barea is getting twenty-eight minutes. You gotta love it, right? Like, oh, oh my gosh, those are the days. Those are the days. So. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the Miami side of things. You know, obviously, Bam. Um, you know, top end play here. You know, this is a guy that has a lot of upside in any matchup. He could put up sixty in any matchup. Butler's back, so that kind of hurts the value of these other guys. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and I, and I know none had a good game the other night, but. You know, with Butler being back. The crazy thing about Jimmy, though, that, that I've realized this year, Jimmy isn't scoring like 30 and 40 real points a game. But what he is doing, man, is he is he is covering this box score. If you look, most games he, he's filling it up in all categories, and that's kind of been his strength this season. And I, I think this is a good spot for Jimmy. I like him at 7,900, um, you know, especially if we're going to play some Porzingis. I think Jimmy is a, is a good correlation play. Uh, I don't hate Duncan Robinson as well, a guy that, you know, can play massive minutes. Uh, but, you know, strictly a tournament play, hoping he gets high and you can get your 35, 40 points off him really, you know, getting his stroke going. Jay Crowder has been a much better fantasy performer since coming to Miami. Minutes have been stable. Uh, 5,700, I mean, I, I think he's priced right where he should be. Um, but, but, you know, he's still a guy that can get 35 to 40. Uh, in, in this in this particular system, so uh, I, I like him as well. I don't think I'll end up with any Drogic or none, especially not on DK. Um, and I may not even end up with any Bam, but Jimmy Butler at seventy nine hundred. I, I just really like it, you know, with him covering all those categories. 
I really want Butler. If if you're playing Butler, you kind of want Luca to play in this game. Like you want this game to be super competitive. You want it to be back and forth. Um, man, like I think Jay Crowder is worth a look here. I, I really do. Like thirty minutes, it seems like a really like Jay Crowder type of game. I wish he was cheaper. I really do wish he was cheaper. Maybe it's cheaper on like FanDuel or Yahoo. I don't have their pricing up in front of me. Um, I don't love it on DraftKings because he is fifty seven hundred, but it just it just feels it just feels like a Jay Crowder game um, to me. Derek Jones Jr. lost his minutes with Butler coming back. Don't go down that road. Uh, moving on, we got Sacramento at Memphis. No total in this one. Clark and Jackson and Winslow are out. Um, you know, Sacramento being on the second end of the back-to-back, we'll have to kind of see how this news plays out with Fox missing the game the other night. Um, but he's he's optimistic uh, that he'll play. Sacramento had to cover, too. Like, I, I've jumped on, and they, they cost me my lock bet. Um, <laughs> what are we looking at here for Sacramento? Yeah, man, I think if uh, these guys are out, then uh, by guys, I mean Fox, because Holmes and Bagley are already out. Um, you know, I think you look at a Harry Giles. I think that's someone you can you can continue to look at if they're going to give him the minutes. Um, obviously, you know, we got to think Corey Joseph at 3,500 is going to be uh, a fantastic play in terms of value. And then for me, man, a guy like Bogdanovich at 5,200, he's a guy I really like uh, to get some exposure to if, if De'Aaron Fox is out. And Kent Bazemore's kind of been playing a, a little bit more minutes overall, so I don't, I don't hate him either. Um, you know, I've kind of talked a little bit about Harrison Barnes, man. He's just playing so many minutes. Um, you know, you're just kind of hoping to get, you know, that 30-plus fantasy point game out of him. So, at 5,400, I don't hate him as well. Overall, man, you just kind of got a lot of these mid-range or mid-to-cheap guys on this team that you could plug in if Fox is out. Uh, main play would probably be Kojo. I think my favorite overall, though, is Bogdanovich at 5,200. Yeah, uh, you know, Corey Joseph ended up putting up 30 fantasy points. Um, Alex Len, in short minutes, uh, played really well against the Thunder. Um, yes, he did. Yes. So that was obviously interesting. I don't want to get into that too much. Um, you know, Barnes put up 30 fantasy points. But he played 38 minutes. That's the only concern for me here. Um, you know, when I'm looking at playing Barnes and, like, this is it. like when we're looking at Minnesota or Memphis. Sorry, uh, Memphis is the sixth fastest team in the NBA as far as pace, and Sacramento is the twenty fourth. So, but this is like the second end of the back to back. So this really might be one of those games where Sacramento just runs. Um, yeah. If Fox plays, I really like him here. Um, I like Buddy Heald at his price. I hate shooters on back to backs, but like this game is just going to be like one of those games. I feel like Buddy Heald's going to end up with like eighteen shots. Uh, just because, yeah. like, this game's going to be so so up and down, uh, especially with it being a back-to-back for Sacramento. Uh, the Memphis side of things here, man, like, Moran at 6,600, I know he hasn't been great here recently. It, it's hard to play him. Uh, Valanchunas is so hit or miss. Like, the guy that I'm kind of looking at here is Gorgie Dang, but, like, he didn't even play a ton of minutes the other night in that Houston game. Um and my, my other issue is, like, is Sacramento really going to go big in this game? So, like, is Gorgie Dang not going to play a lot? Is it going to be, like, Kyle Anderson or Dylan Brooks playing a bunch of minutes? Uh, what's your thoughts here on Memphis? 
Yeah, I, I don't mind Kyle Anderson, man. Um, I know he played, uh, looks like low minutes, but I mean, it, this was a pure blowout. The guy still put up 28 fantasy points, seven rebounds, four assists, one block, two steals, seven points. I think Kyle Anderson is in play against Sacramento. Um, you know, I think Dylan Brooks is still in play. He had a, had a okay game against Houston, put up about 30 fantasy points. Uh, you know, you got John Moran. I think this could be a good spot for him if the minutes, if they were to keep it close and kind of stay, stay within reach. I think he could do well. Uh, one guy that I wanted, wanted to mention, though, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Melton, you know, a guy that if this game does get out of hand, I, I think he could pick up a few minutes. If he gets 25 minutes, I, I think Melton would be uh, a, good, a good value play today. So uh, th- those are kind of some of the guys I'm looking at. My favorite play from this team, though, definitely Kyle Anderson at 4,800, uh, as long as he's going to get the minutes they don't get blown out. Yeah, like I, I just I see this game going small. So like for that reason, like I, I just I like some of these just fringe fringe value plays um on most <laughs> nights. Like, you know, so I, I think that these guys are worth taking shots on here and just, you know, seeing how it kind of plays out. Um you know, gotta love it, right? Gotta love yes. it. Um Moving on, we got Cleveland at New Orleans. Oh, man. Um, no total in this game. Exum's out. McKinney's out. Drummond's out. Miller and Williams um, are still out on the New Orleans side of things. Like, let's start here with Cleveland. No Drummond means that Kevin Love's minutes should be pretty secure here. It means that Larry Nance should play about 30 minutes in this game. And it also means that we might see 30 minutes of Tristan Thompson. What are we looking at here for Cleveland? Yeah, I, mean, I think you kind of hit the names, man. Tristan Thompson, Larry Nance, Kevin Love, those are three guys that I think we want to look at. Um, man, I, I really wish Colin Sexton was a little bit cheaper. I, I think I kind of – he'd be a guy that would be on my radar. Um, he's 5,800 on FanDuel, which, which totally changes things. Uh, but, but you know, on DK, he's 6,400. Strictly a tournament play. Um, you know, if, if you want to chase, you know, that, that stretch of games that C.D. Osman had, go, go right ahead. I, I, you can have that on your own. I, I won't be in the midst of that. Uh, those main three guys, man, Nance, Thompson, and Love, I, I think that's where you want to stake your flag if you are considering uh, playing Cleveland Cavaliers. And then outside of them, Colin Sexton would hands down be my favorite play outside of that those three big men. Yeah, I think the big guys are where you take your shots on um, Cleveland, but I think like your your sneaky plays are like a Kevin Porter Jr. and you know Sexton. I wish he was just cheaper. I, I really do. I think that like if he was cheaper, I think he could have a good game. Garland's gonna play 30 to thirty five minutes in this game at forty six hundred. It's New Orleans. It's a pace up spot. Um, you know, we know Cleveland, a, a team that plays kind of in the bottom 10 as far as pace and New Orleans third fastest in the NBA. So it's a pace up spot for Cleveland. I think you could take some shots here, uh, but New Orleans has been playing really good basketball here recently. So um, let's go to the New Orleans side. I'm going to start with a guy that I talked about the other day that like 
What is up with J.J. Redick playing 20 minutes and taking zero shot attempts? I <laughs> just – oh, man. Like, I don't think I've ever been uh, so tilted watching a value guy that all he does is shoot and he took zero shots. Still put up 50 fantasy points, but man, zero f- shots. Five rebounds, four assists, three points for J.J. Unreal. Yeah, just crazy. Um, all right, let's go New Orleans here. This is a great spot for Williamson. Like, they don't uh, – they're going to need him, big guys. But, like, his price is like a 5X price. He has 6, 7X upside, but, like, his price is like a 5X price for me. Exactly. Um, same way I feel about him is the same way I feel about Dinwiddie and Lavert. It's just it's just the price, man. So, I don't – Zion Williamson in terms of – you know, DraftKings play is, is not a guy that I would be playing, and he's AK on FanDuel as well. So, uh, go ahead and hit that X button. Um, I don't – he's fine in terms of he should get there or get you close, but, um, I mean, he really have to get 45, 50 for me to really feel good about playing him at 8K. Same thing – same reason – you know, same thing I feel about Drew. Kind of the same thing I feel about Ingram. I know Ingram had a really big upside game, but overall his production has been down. Uh, with Zion Williamson uh, around as well. So I just – I feel like all these guys are kind of priced up maybe outside of Derek Favors, and he's not a guy that I, that I want to play at all. So I just don't like the prices on these guys, despite this being an incredibly good matchup. Uh, I think I'd only play them one at a time, you know, one or two of the Cleveland guys and maybe one from this side. Uh, you know, who's going to kind of save the day for this team? I couldn't tell you. It could be Zion, could be Ingram, could be Holiday. Not sure because they're all priced appropriately. Yeah, like we live in a salary cap world. So playing these guys and, you know, looking at the pricing on these guys is, you know, just where it's kind of tough here. I think, I think like if you're looking for like a ceiling spot, it's probably like Drew or Lonzo. Like I I think this is a spot we could see like a triple double from Lonzo. Like he, he missed a triple double against the Lakers the other night, two rebounds, two assists short. Like, this seems like a spot he could triple-double. And, like, if he triple-doubles, you're probably looking at, like, 45-ish fantasy points. But still, that's not, like, knock your socks off. Like, we'll take it. Hey, we'll, we'll definitely take that uh, fire instead of the ice cube. So Yes. Um, it, like, overall, this is a game that is strong for game stacks. Um, hoping that it stays close. Game stacks, pace-up spot taking advantage of those Cleveland guys, just trying to find out where the ceiling is going to come from on the New Orleans side is something that we're going to have to just kind of dig into more throughout the day. Um, OKC at Milwaukee, 229 total. Milwaukee favored by 10.5 in this game. Really, the only injury news that we have is Korver um, is out still. Giannis is expected to play. It is a back-to-back for OKC. Thanks for covering OKC. Just kidding. You didn't cover. Um <laughs> Let's talk Thunder here first. Anything stand out to you? No, not a thing, man. Um, I think this is a spot where I kind of let all Thunder players stay on the shelf today. Uh, well, maybe outside of Dennis Schroeder at 5,600. As long as he's going to be in the mid to low 5K range, he's going to be on my radar every slate because the guy has 30, 40-point upside any time he's taking the court. Outside of that, I don't feel like CP3, SGA are necessary. Don't feel like Steven Adams is necessary. Uh, so – I um I'm I'm just kind of out on this team outside of Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, um, Gallinari is a fine cash play. 
He's going to get you like 30 to 35 points. His his floor is is solid. But like outside of that, like Steven Adams could crush here. He really could crush here if they end up playing him on the back to back. <laughs> like you know, and like giving him like minutes and like actually letting him play. Like he played 28 minutes on Thursday, did not do much. I talked about uh Nerland's Noel being like a sleepy tournament play on the podcast yesterday. And, you know, he ended up crushing. Um, should have played him. Uh, Will, Milwaukee side of things, if you expect this game to stay close, if you think this game's going to stay close, you play Giannis in close games. Um, but with him kind of banged up right now with the back soreness, um, like first sign of a blowout, he's the first guy off the floor. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, I, I do think he could be in play here. I, I think I think there's a possibility that he could still, you know, get the 60, 70 fantasy points. But as you've already uh, aforementioned, we're going to need him on the court to get that done. Uh, you know, played 38 minutes against Toronto, um, only played 25 against Washington, fouled out that game, only played 29 against Philly. 32 against Detroit, uh, you know, I guess in order for him to get there, we need him to play probably 32 minutes. I think he can get it done. I feel like the Thunder are good enough to try to keep this game close for an extended period of time if they can make their shots. And so for that reason, I, I'm, I, I like Giannis a lot today. I'm not really going to play anyone else, but Giannis is always in play for me in a competitive, what I consider to be a competitive matchup. Um, yeah, like outside of Giannis, I don't really have any interest. Like none of these guys are cheap enough. Like if, nope. if this team's healthy, Middleton's going to have games where he shoots the ball well, um, from time to time and put up 45 fantasy points and he'll beat me on those nights. But even at this price, I don't think he'll beat me. So for me, when I'm looking at Milwaukee here, there's just not a lot to love. Um, the only guy that like you could like remotely, remotely, <laughs> take a tournament shot large field tournaments huge prize pool top heavy is george hill he's 3400 with corver out he's going to play about 25 minutes um but that is not as a, that's not a ringing endorsement by any means so <laughs> um all right let's move on washington at utah 231 total utah favored by 10 and a half in this game uh will no injuries in this one that we're looking at Bradley Beal has been phenomenal here recently. Oof. Tough matchup going into Utah. What are we looking at here for Washington? Yeah, man, overall, I'm just – I'm not really into Washington. One of you, the Napier, Ismith, should have a good game. If they're going to start Napier, I'd just try to side with him. And I don't always start with the starter. Sometimes I think the bench guy is going to have a better shot. But uh, I think, you know, they're kind of going to let Napier play a little bit. I feel like he'll get a few more minutes. So at 4,800, I don't hate that. Bradley Beal at 97, uh, I don't think he's necessary on this particular slate. But, man, like you said, he's really been playing so well. It's like he almost has to be on your radar at 9,700. He's got, you know, 60, 70-point upside. I think my favorite guys here, actually Hachimura and Bertans, I think both of these guys can have really good games in this environment. Um, Utah isn't playing defense the way that, you know, we think they are overall. And so, you know, they're going to give up a few outside shots. And um, so I, I like Rui. I like Bertez. I think these are two guys that could really be difference makers for us uh, in, in large field tournaments as well. All right. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> you don't want to play these guys against Utah, but uh, if you're going to play anybody against Utah, I guess that would be the guys to kind of take some shots at. Um, we'll note Shabazz Napier started um, over Ish Smith in the game against Brooklyn the other night. He ended up only playing 24 minutes. He took 15 shot attempts in that game. Um, if he were to start again, the usage was fine. Uh, so I don't yeah. mind him in large field tournaments. And then on the Utah side of things, like it's a great matchup for Donovan Mitchell. It's a great matchup for Rudy Gobert. Um, it's a great matchup for Bogdanovich. Um, Bogdan- Bogdanovich's price is probably too high for me, but Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, I think are very, very strong plays on the slate. Yeah, man, I'm going to let you mention those guys, and I like them. I think they're great plays. If Royce, if Royce O'Neal gets to start again, Royce O'Neal at 4K in this spot, to me, is about the best version of Royce O'Neal we're going to get for uh, fantasy purposes. So at 4K in this spot, I, I, I like some Royce O'Neal. I also really like Mike Conley at 5,100, man. I, I just think, oof, 5,100 Mike Conley against Washington. That just screams GPP to me. I, I think this is a fantastic, fantastic spot for Mike Conley. He might be my favorite player of the day. I, I like Mike Conley here in this spot for the price, for the price. Hey, listen, I, I'm okay with that. I think the matchup is fine. The minutes are there. Um, if this game stays close, he'll play the minutes. If it gets into a blowout, he's going to play like 20 minutes. Um, if you're playing some Mike Conley – you probably want to play some Jordan Clarkson. You don't want to play them on the same team. Like, if you're running out of 150 teams, you make a group of, like, zero to one. Like, if the game stays close, Conley crushes. If the game blows out, Jordan Clarkson probably plays, like, 25 to 30 minutes, and maybe he's your upside play. So, yes. Um, Moving right along here, Will, we got Detroit at Phoenix. Uh, Bruce Brown Jr. is questionable. Blake and Kennard are out. Kaminsky's out. Ubre's out. Uh, surprised we didn't have a total for this one with just uh, the news on Bruce Brown. Let's start here with Detroit. Um, you know, again, like I keep saying it, Christian Wood's been crushing. Hate the price, but he's definitely been playing really, really well here since the Drummond trade. Yeah, man. And look, I, I have, I think I've only maybe played Christian Wood once. But this is a spot I don't mind playing Christian Wood, man, against Phoenix, 7,200. And, and I think I may have mentioned this, you know, a couple shows back, maybe early this month, late last month. Phoenix on paper isn't the worst defense in the NBA like they were. I think they were middle of the pack last time I checked, somewhere around 16th in defensive efficiency. So somewhere in that area, 15, 16, I think they're still at 16. But it, it doesn't matter, man. This, this is an incredible spot for Christian Wood. I, I like the price here for him today at 7,200. Uh, another guy that, that I did want to mention, uh, if John Henson can pick up 20 to 25 minutes this game, I think he's in play as well. Uh, you know, this is, this is tournament play. I don't think he'll make a, a main team of mine. Uh, but he, he's a guy that I think I would have my eyes on. And then, of course – you know, Derrick Rose at 5,700, if he's going to get 28 minutes in this spot, I, 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 you know, I think this is great value. So he's a guy that uh, I, I'd be plugging in as well. Yeah, the only other guy that I think we should mention uh, is Brandon Knight. He's 3,500. 25 and 20 minutes in the last couple games, playing some minutes. Detroit's saying, hey, everybody can play. 
Um, well, they're saying welcome back. <laughs> everybody, everybody, just everybody get out there and play. I think Brandon Knight is a large field tournament play. I think he's sneaky. Um, he's going to put his shots up. He's going to shoot threes. It's a matchup against Phoenix. He's a guy that's going to play minutes in the blowout. He's a guy that's going to play minutes in a close game, it looks like, now with Detroit. So, mm-hmm. um, Bruce Brown Jr. needs to be out again. Like, that yes. needs to happen. Um, so, we'll have to kind of see. He didn't play um, again. The, was against the Nuggets uh, the other night. So, it, you, you need the news for Brandon Knight to be valuable in this matchup to play 20 to 25 minutes. You, you need Bruce Brown Jr. to sit again. So don't play him if, if Bruce Brown Jr. plays. On the Phoenix side of things, uh, good luck stopping DeAndre Ayton in this game. Like, he's, he's been a guy that has crushed me, but he's been fantastic. Um, I love this spot for him. Yeah, yeah, should, should be a good spot for him for sure. Uh, don't really see anyone that's kind of going to get in his way. Uh, we did get 31 minutes out of Dario Sarge the last game. Uh, he's, you know, not the worst player. I mean, I think he's better on FanDuel where he's 3,800. Don't like him on DK at 4,800. But, you know, with Ubre out, the, the minutes are going to be stable. Maybe you take a shot on him. So, you know, those are guys that I like. You have Booker. Booker at 7,800 on DK, I like. Uh, I really like that price on him. And then Mr. Rubio at 7,100. Uh, welcome back to the NBA. He's been just destroying live the past three games. Uh, but I think I'm going to take the fade here on Rubio, despite the fact that I really like this matchup. All right. Um, I don't really have anything to add too much. Um, you know, Ubre out, Bridges is going to play minutes. He hasn't been great. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to add. I will note, again, I said this the other day um, when we did the podcast, Dario Sarge, he played 31 minutes. With all these guys kind of out here, just kind of look at this one. Um, if he gets that, like, 30-minute mark, shot the ball terrible, one rebound away, five points away, you know, like one for seven from the field, put up 20 fantasy points. Um, yeah. Huge price increase. Maybe on FanDuel, maybe on Yahoo, where he didn't get a price increase. There yes. you go. You, you roll the dice. Probably wouldn't play him on DraftKings at 4,800, but we'll just, what, you said 3,800 on FanDuel? 38, my friend. I'll take some shots there for sure. Um, all right, well, we're going to finish it out here with Denver at L.A. taking on the Clippers, 222.5 total here. Clippers favored by a six. Uh, Noah Vonley is questionable. Big news, big news. Uh, obviously, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, let's start here with Denver. What are we looking at here on the Nuggets? I like Jokic today. It's hard uh, not to. Oh, my gosh. It's, this team's terrible woo! against bigs. As much yes. as I hate Jokic, this team's yes. terrible against bigs. Yes, I mean, this – and look, late-night hammer, you got to think Jokic isn't going to get the ownership that he would have gotten had this game been at, say, 7, 8 o'clock game. Man, this is this is the Jokic spot. I'm hoping it doesn't come back to bite us, man. He, he, he's, he's probably one of my favorite spend-ups today on the slate in terms of upper tier. I mean, I just – this just screams Jokic domination. Uh, so, I, I like him a lot. Uh, Jamal Murray is always kind of going to be okay for me in, in this mid mid seven range, you know, low seven k range. Um, I, I wish I could play a little bit more Will Barton at fifty four hundred. Uh, he's been okay, hasn't been great. Minutes is still right around thirty. So you know, but overall, man, 
I mean, it's, it's Jokic or bust with this team today. I'm not playing Paul Millsap and praying that he can get 50 points in 10 minutes. So I, I just think Jokic is, is the way to go. All right. It's hard. As much well, as I hate playing Jokic, it, it's hard not to it's hard not to like him in the spot. I think this is a game he goes over fifty. It just really depends on like if he goes is he a sixty game, is it a seventy, is it a fifty? Um you know, I don't hate the spot for Jamal Murray either. It's just I think he's more like a five to six X play. I don't know if this is a ceiling spot for him. Um outside of those guys. I don't really have interest. Like, Paul Millsap not playing a ton of minutes yet. Um, you know, Monte Morris, his minutes are kind of all over the place as well. If the game gets ugly, he gets, you know, in the mid to upper 20s minutes. But if the game stays close, he doesn't. Uh, so, uh, the Clippers side of things, I, I think Paul George is too cheap. Um, at at 7,100, I know he has not been great lately. But I feel like this is just we're going to play the price tag and the talent. Yeah, man, that's what you have to do. I mean, hey, just two years ago, I was playing Paul George every day and printing money. I mean, it was great. And uh, I, I think we can get back to those heights again. I do think he's probably still got to try to pace his recovery and get healthy. But, yeah, I, I'm with you, man, at 7,100. You know, he could get 40 for us at that price, and, and, and that would pay off the price tag with ease. So uh, I really like him here. Um, I think – I think Kawhi is okay. I don't think he's a must play. I mean, he's, uh, you know, 9,500 has, has been the stabilizing force with this team. Uh, you know, it's put up over 50 and three of the last four. Uh, he's got a 60 sprinkled in, in, in one of the last 10. Um, so I like him. I don't love him though. I, I don't think we, I don't think Kawhi is an absolute must have. If I had to take them straight up today and it, man, it almost pains me to say it. I think I'd take Jokic straight up over Kawhi today and today only. All right. Anybody else here for the Clippers? No, man. I mean, you can't play Lou Will. You almost can't play Harold. It's like all these guys are eating into each other. Now they've got all these guards and Reggie Jackson and Beverly's back. And, man, it's just destroying their value. Only guys I think you can play right is now playing are Kawhi. Minutes, like. Yeah, oh, it's, it's awful. So you think this it, is just awful? Kawhi just wait, PG. give it another, give it another month, Will. Like end of March, <laughs> just wait, wait, wait. How bad it's going to be then, my friend? Woo. Uh, yeah, the winning lineup is going to have three thousand left on the table because all the three K guys are going to score fifty. Oh, I'm so excited from end of March NBA, aren't you? Um, <laughs> Hit while we were talking baseball pre-show. Um, yes. <laughs> all yes. right, well, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, favorite play under 5K to 7X. Who are you looking at today? Yeah, man, I almost think, you know, we're kind of going to be on, on similar guys here. And, man, well, but we probably want – I think I'm going to go with, with Kyle Anderson, man, at Memphis. I think they're going to need him to be productive. If this, if this game stays close – I think he can get the 30 fantasy points. So, uh, I'm going to go with Kyle Anderson from Memphis today. I thought you were going to take my guy. I really thought yeah, you were going to take my guy. I think I know guy. where you're going. I think Who's you're going my guy, to Will? It's got to be DeAndre Hunter. It is DeAndre Hunter. I thought yes. you were going to take my guy. I really did. I was like, well, well, oh, it, it he's, was like between... we're on the, he's like, we're on the same page. I'm like, oh, he's taking my guy. It was um, between Hunter, Anderson, and uh, – and the other guy there, Cam Reddish. Those three were kind of – that was my group. 
Yeah, I thought you were going to take my guy. But, yeah, I like DeAndre Hunter a lot today. Uh, give me your over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, that's a hard question for me today. I can't take Jokic, and um, I feel like it's 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 bad. Like, it's yeah. terrible. Man, as much as I like this guy, I think I want to take Bradley Beal at 9,700. I think, I think he's priced enough where it, it's going to benefit us to take the fade. In Utah, um, a little bit different elevation. I'm going Bradley Beal. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I'm going to go with Kawhi Leonard. I think today I, that, was day, my, that was my second pick, yeah. Yeah, I think today's the day to play our boy, Paul George. Will, give me your favorite 6X play. Who do you got? Man, listen, I'm, I'm going Jokic, man. I just – I like him today. I feel like this is the 60, 70-point game we can get out of him. And I hope I'm not wrong, but I, I, I like Jokic today. All signs point to him having a fantastic performance. Yeah, I like that one. Paul George is too cheap today. Paul yes. George is too cheap today. Like, this is a spot. I, I know he hasn't had, like, big games here recently. This is the spot. Paul George gets back on track. This game's going to be competitive. It's going to be a good basketball game. Paul George at 7,100. Fading Kawhi, playing Paul George. Uh, give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day. Ooh, we, uh, so I'm going with this guy. He is slightly overpriced, but I do like this game. I I do like this game. I'm going with Colin Sexton at 6,400. I I don't think he's going to get a whole lot of traction. Um, but I, I, I like him a lot today in this spot against new Orleans. All right. I like it. I'm going to go with Brandon Knight. Again, I am making this very clear. Bruce Brown Jr. needs to sit for me to play um, Brandon Knight. But I just think even if Bruce Brown Jr. sits, that Brandon Knight's going to be really low on here. So I'm going to take um, a shot on him here. Will, game selection question. What's standing out to you, FanDuel, DraftKings? Doesn't matter. Yahoo, Fantasy Draft, all those sites out there. Super Draft, uh, Cash Games Tournaments, anything standing out to you today? Well, here's something that's standing out to me in the negative sense, guys. And I, I hate to hog the pod on this one, Stevie. Just give me, like, maybe 30 seconds. FanDuel, we got to do a better job with our higher stakes tournaments, man. I mean, we got the Friday NBA baller today. And it is a high-stakes tournament. I get it. This thing might as well be a qualifier, Stevie. It's, it's 100K prize pool, paying 50K to first, 67 entries, and we're only paying out nine out of 67 entries, paying 13.43% of the field. Uh, in my opinion, Stevie, and I think in everybody's opinion, that, that's just god-awful. we we got to do a better job. I, I mean, I know it's high-stakes, and, you know, maybe we can afford to do it, but uh, – We've got to start revolting these things, I think, if, if we want to see a little bit of change. Just had to get that out there. I just thought that was terrible. Uh, now that I've got that out of the way, I'm going right back to this thing until I think we hop off of it. Single entry series, man. Got to get in there. Ten bucks. In rep, you know, on the flip side, probably one of the best uh, uh, contests out there. You know, really flat structure, only paying 10%. To first 3,500, 35K prize pool. Um, and you got a shot that the punch your ticket to the single entry series championship uh, if you have the, the better cumulative scores. Sorry to hog it up, Stevie, but uh, just had to get that out there. 
Don't have to be sorry to me, my friend. Um, I'm going to go over to DraftKings, the $40 single entry tournament today. Um, yes. This tournament's a fantastic payout today. It's paying out 25% of the field. Top 10 is 33%. Mid-cash is only 1.5x, which is okay to me when we're getting a 25% field payout. Um, is not okay to get double. I, I would I would much rather make a little bit of money if I miss like on one or two plays than double my money. Um, like I'm never playing a tournament to min cash. Uh, I've talked about this many, many times before I play tournaments to win tournaments. Um, so like in, in this one, like if I miss on a play and my lineup still does really well, I'd much rather min cash and get that 25% payout um, instead of doubling. So I really like this tournament today. Again, I talk about this as all the time. Make sure you get the browser extension. Look for tournaments that have these large payouts. 25% of the field is getting paid out in this tournament on a tournament with 4K up top on 40 bucks. So make sure you're checking that one out. Uh, Will, give me your favorite over, under, or against the spread pick today. Yeah, man. Let me go. I mean, on my page, I only had a couple of them. Um, man, I actually think I want to take the under on this this Magic Timberwolves. And I know they're, they're kind of boosted it up because of the pace, but uh, if the Magic can really handle them defensively, man, I actually think this one could be low. So, uh, you know, we got, we got Orlando favorite seven and a half. I would take that for sure. But then we got the total at 236. I think I'd take the under on that one. I might go to this game. I, I'm debating. Um, might take my dog. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we got to talk about this off air, man. I, I got to get down to Orlando and catch a game. Seriously. Yeah, you do. Seriously. Um, I'm going to go. All right. So head on over to Sharp Side, download the app. Um, the street contest is still going on. My streak, as you can tell, has ended finally. Um, I got it up to seven. We're going to start it back up today. I'm taking Brooklyn minus two and a half, locking it in um, against Atlanta here. Really like Brooklyn minus two and a half. Um, you know, Brooklyn is a team that's fighting for a playoff spot. Atlanta is a team that's fighting for the first pick, um, probably the second pick, or just being a lottery team. So Atlanta wants to lose games. Brooklyn wants to make the playoffs, it seems like, at this point. So I'm going to take Brooklyn minus two and a half against Atlanta. And if Trey Young doesn't play, this is just a steal. Um. Yeah, it's gonna wrap it up. Will we're done? The week is over. February. By the time you guys hear us again, we'll be over. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Can't can't wait to uh, pick up somebody special from the airport. I know she's not listening, but can't wait to grab her and get her back home, man. All right, that's gonna wrap it up here for Friday. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. If you're playing NASCAR, make sure you head on over to the Roto-Grinders Premium for NASCAR. It's rotogrinders.com slash premium slash NASCAR. You'll get to hear my voice more this weekend. If not, I'll hear you guys. You'll see me or hear me on Monday. I hope everyone has a great one. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.